Mindwise with Dr. Joe Lukens. The essential ingredients of being happy at work are in, and I hear it has got nothing to do with long holidays or winning the lotto. Psychology expert Dr. Joe Lukens is here now to help you and me get the recipe right. Good morning. Good morning, Susan. So the happiness recipe and how do we be happy at work? It's an important question, isn't it? Because mm. we spend so much time doing it. And I'm not I'm not saying that I wouldn't like the lotto win or the long holidays <laughs> yes, as well. we're they, not saying that at all. They're that certainly <laughs> in, enjoyable factors. But what the, for the time that we're at work, there's a range of things that we can think about that helps that work environment feel more fulfilling for us mm. because, as we said, we spend a lot of time there. So one of the key factors, and it taps into something that we know about humans right across our lives, is that many people, most people, like to feel like we've got a sense of control over our lives, a bit of predictability. We know what's happening for us. And that's definitely the case within our work settings. So when we have some autonomy within our workplaces, when we're able to have input into our decision-making, we know that there's a lot of research that supports that really helps have an increased job satisfaction and a greater sense of fulfillment in the workplace. Do you think most people are happy at work? Sadly, the research seems to suggest that many people are not. It's even what happens when you greet people on a Monday morning or they do the TGIF on a Friday, that sort of thing. So a lot of people, the research varies according to who you ask and, mm. and how you ask the questions. But there are many people who are not necessarily happy at work. And that's a sad thing. So anything we can do to make people feel more comfortable in their work environments, I think is a good thing to do. So what are some of the key factors that contribute to that fulfilling work experience? Yeah, so it is about the autonomy and the control. And I think the other thing that builds in with that is the boundaries that we set about for ourselves. A phrase I often remind myself of is that we teach people how to treat us. So we teach mm. people how to treat us. So what that means is that it, we may in our workplace need to set up boundaries around what is within our role, what are acceptable duties for us to be doing, because what tends to happen, what I often hear people struggle with is when they get asked to do above and beyond their role and then they feel overloaded and overwhelmed. And usually it's the people that are quite competent that get mm. asked to do many things. So having a sense about your boundaries and having some flexibility around the work that you do and being able to pursue your personal interests, all of those things contribute, enjoying that time at work. So being happy outside of work is also important to happiness at work yes. in a way? Yeah. So I don't think we compartmentalize mm. things as humans, do we? Some people can do it quite well, but most people, what's happening at home will influence work. What's happening at work will influence mm. home. We want those things to to work well. So why is psychological safety important in the workplace? It's incredibly important. When we talk about psychological safety, we're talking about people who feel like they can appropriately express their views, they can take risks, they can share ideas, they can collaborate, all of those sorts of things. We know that people don't typically work in an environment of fear. When we talk about psychological safety, it's that sense of well-being, And that doesn't mean we aren't being challenged and we aren't at times being where our ideas might be rejected those sorts of things. So it's not about avoiding those things, but it happens in a way that is appropriate and allows us to learn and to grow. So all of that becomes very important within the workplace. Now, I want to talk about feedback because that's one of the things that sort of comes hand in hand with being in a professional workplace setting. Some people get very anxious and nervous around that feedback. Is that 
important? Is that an important part of this? It is a really important part to receive feedback because it, it, we all want to know, am I doing a good job? Am I achieving the tasks that are being set? So feedback becomes incredibly important and no surprises then how that feedback is delivered is probably the crucial element of it, that when you create a work environment coming back to psychological safety, then you can deliver any feedback around what's the intent of the activity and are we getting close to that? So feedback is really important. The way that we deliver it is as well. And what we can do with that feedback is learn the lessons because success leaves clues. So if you're doing things well, understand what that is so you can continue doing that. And if there's areas for improvement, work out how you can grow and how you can be better. So it can really help to our wellbeing at work. How does engaging in things like diverse tasks and seeking new opportunities contribute to that professional fulfilment? It can greatly help us because we know that when we get to do things that are different and novel, that it really can help to expand our knowledge and our skills and our experiences. And I think it's getting the right amount of challenge. Like I think for some people would say, gosh, I've got so many diverse moments that happen in my day at work that it's a little bit overwhelming, but there's certainly a sweet spot there about being challenged. And that's going to depend on your own preferences and Mm. workflow. And I guess The ultimate thing with all of this at work in relation to what helps keep us happy at work is having an effective communication channel with our colleagues, with those who supervise us, with those Mm. we've got clients and customers and so forth. So communication will always be the key. And so that's why we know that feedback can be so helpful. So why is it essential to regularly reflect on career satisfaction and reassess personal goals? It's important for us because it helps us in terms of progress. Otherwise, we can feel quite stale in a workplace. And that's when we'll then start typically looking to change. And that might be change within the organisation or to move to another organisation. And for many people, and everyone has their own preferences about where they want their work to go. For some people, work is really about attending work, getting the paycheck at the end of the week. And that's what that role is for them. And that's great if that's what people are wanting to do. And then for those who are looking for career progression or they're looking to follow a professional path, they want to get that sense of growing. Part of the way of doing that is to reflect on what am I doing well? How am I going? What's the next step for me to get to where I want to in my goals? How can that be supported within my work environment? Mm. So it all contributes. And again, reflecting for ourselves and understanding where we're at and then having conversations with people that can help to support us in having a great career. You haven't mentioned money much in terms of this happiness thing. No, and money's important (laughs) and it's part of it. But one of the interesting things we know about money is there's some research that seems to suggest there's almost, again, another bit of a sweet spot. So we certainly need money Mm. and that's why we work is we transact our time for financial remuneration. But we do know that it would be nice I'm quite happy to test this one out, but doubling your salary doesn't double your happiness, mm. I guess is the key message with it. We And certainly some people who get high paid high amounts of money that requires really extended hours and all the things that you then have to mm. say no to have that money actually can lead to a lot of life unhappiness. So mm. there is, it's not as clear cut to suggest that more money equals more happiness at work. Yes. Oh, very interesting, isn't it, Dr. Joe? And now Dr. Joe Lukens, our psychology expert, we like to throw you in the deep end sometimes with Tune Teaser. You do. <laughs> <laughs> do you know today's Tune Teaser? Here it is. We could make it. Oh, see, no, I feel like I should be wearing cheesecloth and there should be flowers in my (laughs) hair. And the only name that comes to mind is the Seekers, but I'm sure it probably isn't by the look on your face. It isn't. It is bread. Make it with you on ABC Radio Queensland. It's the Tune Teaser. Thanks, Dr. Joe. Thank you.